you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And yes, we are getting ever so close to football practice here in Columbia, Missouri, and I couldn't be more excited to get this football season kicked off. But until then, not a lot of Mizzou-specific news today, but we have lots to get to anyway, including the presidents of the SEC voting today on whether Oklahoma and Texas will be permitted to join the conference. Of course, I have plenty to talk about there. Also, the University of Kansas, are there fans hoping for a life raft from the University of Missouri? You've got to be kidding me, right? No, this is actually happening, and I'll explain all of that. But first of all, it is NBA Draft Day, so i got to encourage all of you to check out our live NBA Draft Show tonight at 6 p.m. Central featuring Chad Ford. Hey, speaking of KU, he's a KU guy, but also a really smart basketball mind. Rafael Barlow and John Corrales, they'll all be live this year at our very, very fancy, by the way, Locked On NBA Draft Studio 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each and every pick. That's really the secret sauce. So follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today. Watch our live coverage again tonight starting at 6 o'clock Central. Now, realistically, the only actual drama taking place today at this meeting between the SEC presidents is whether or not Texas A&M will vote no, because I really, truly believe that the other 13 schools, including your beloved Missouri Tigers, are almost certainly going to vote yes for this. It just doesn't seem like it's worth it to anybody else to say no to this, something that seems totally inevitable, by the way. But, heck, if you're Texas A&M, the conventional wisdom the last couple days has been that the Aggies will vote yes, they will go along with the rest of the league, but, hey, Once you get face-to-face with those smarmy Texas people, you never know what could happen. Perhaps they've seen that meme going around with Bradley Cooper and Louis C.K. from from American Hustle. Perhaps they've seen that scene just one too many times and they're about to snap. It's possible. I could see them voting no to maybe show their fan base that, hey, we're, we're not taking this Texas crap, yada, yada, yada. Maybe that's them putting a stake in the ground saying, hey, we don't want to be in Texas's division. Ultimately, I think this all gets worked out. Clearly, this is going to happen, in my humble opinion, and the opinion of everybody I read who really reports on this particular topic, most importantly. But even in the long run, I think you'll see the Longhorns and the Aggies start playing on an annual basis because that's what's best for the conference, it's what's best for college football and just pure entertainment. Hey, the fans, can we get a can we get an opinion for a change? I would love to see the Longhorns and the Aggies play every year again. I think most of us would agree with that. And a quick congratulations out to Jonah Dubinsky, a former Missouri offensive lineman and also a graduate of Rockbridge High School. Now the new head football coach at Battle High School here in Columbia. By the way, he's replacing another former 
Missouri Tiger player, former defensive lineman Atia Ellison was previously the battle football coach. Well, now he's under drink, the Drinkwitz fold with Eli and company working for the Tigers once again. And Conzo Martin put out a video on social media just yesterday showing Mizzou Arena getting a fairly significant facelift. Specifically, Conzo was filming the floor getting refurbished, getting a new a new sheen, a new shine, a new finish on our basketball court. And, well, that's something that a lot of fans have pointed out recently, that on television, our court just doesn't look good. It, it looks yellow, almost, instead of an actual shiny, nice-looking coat of wood. And to most people, I'm sure this seems like a rather ridiculous thing to focus on. Just like a lot of people give me crap for how much I focus on the uniforms for the football team, the basketball team, and yes, even Tiger softball. But you know what? I'm going to push back against all of you people who think that the aesthetic doesn't matter. Hey, most of you are guys listening to this program, right? Does the aesthetic of a woman matter to you? If you're a straight guy, heck, if you're a gay guy, I bet the aesthetic of a man matters to you as well. And more back to the point, all of this stuff matters. I promise you, your your music selection in the arena, the level of volume that you have for that sound, the amount of music that you play versus the amount that Mizzou, that the marching Mizzou or mini Mizzou plays, all of this stuff matters, just as the aesthetic of your field, your uniforms, absolutely everything matters, because here's why. Even if you, as the left tackle, aren't noticing what's happening in the stands or in the in-arena experience, well, the fans notice. And the more you can create a pleasing experience, not only in the arena, but also watching at home, make Make Mizzou Arena, make Faro Field look like a pleasing place to be. And even if that's subconsciously all about the aesthetic, even something like the aesthetic of the court, which seems utterly meaningless in the grand scheme of things, well, I'm just telling you right now from experience, as somebody who understands marketing on some level, I'm telling you right now, every single detail like this matters. So it's good to see then putting a little bit of money into refinishing that floor, getting some new locker rooms in the arena, and a new lounge being put in for the basketball players as well. Now, of course, other voices will argue that this is all a waste of money. Sure, the aesthetic matters, but this is amateur athletics. And darn it, Oklahoma and Texas heading to the SEC while it's just it's not about for the good of the sport. It's just all about the money. And you know what? In a lot of ways, you make a great point. It really is all about the money. So I want to drill down on that, though. What is the obsession with growth, even in something that is supposedly an amateur athletic sport? What's wrong with having just a successful business that makes money every year? Why do we have to grow, 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 grow? Well, I'm going to try to explain that phenomenon, especially how it relates to college sports. And also, yes, let's address let's address that life raft that Kansas fans are hoping for from the Tigers in the Big Ten, by the way. Stop it. And also, I do want to tell you about rockauto.com, which for all intents and purposes is the biggest chain store of auto parts you've ever seen in your entire life. 
Except, oh wait, there is no actual storefront. But that's a good thing because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models and different types of cars on the road, it is impossible for any brick-and-mortar traditional store to stock all of the car parts you could possibly need. So why would you endure this sort of often pointless or intimidating process. I mean, truly it is often pointless. You're not, they're not going to have the car that you want. Well, here's the solution. It's rock auto, save money, save time when using rock auto. It's really as simply as that. And their prices are always reliably, reliably low for every customer, regardless of your knowledge or if you're a pro or a do it yourselfer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all your auto parts needs. So again, go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your vehicle, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now in my day job... I'm a stock market guy. I trade a lot without question. And in my game, one thing I learned very quickly is it's not good enough to just make a million dollars a year, for instance, in profit. Now, most people would think, gosh, if you just make a million bucks a year or a hundred million bucks a year, whatever the number is, well, that's a heck of a business. And in one way, you'd be right. So what's the what's the obsession with growth? Why would that type of company not appreciate in value more than likely over time? Well, the short answer is inflation. And while currently inflation is in the headlines right now, basically all you're hearing about it is Democrats and Republicans trying to blame each other for the phenomenon. But I'll just be completely honest with you. It's both of their faults because... This is a Federal Reserve phenomenon. This is a monetary phenomenon. This is more money being printed out of thin air and chasing the same amount of goods. It's simple supply and demand. This is something that's been happening in this country for 100 years. And if you don't believe me, just go back to the 1960s. Maybe you watched Mad Men. This is about a bunch of ad executives who live in Manhattan, New York. They're basically at the top of their profession, and a very lucrative profession at that. And at one point, Mizzou alum John Hamm, who is the star of this show, his character Don Draper offered a $100 raise to one of his protégés, Peggy Olson. And Peggy, again, she's a pretty big-time ad executive who lives in Manhattan, New York. She got a $100 raised and was tickled pink by this. And with good reason, because $100 bought a lot more stuff back in the day. Now, don't get me wrong, we've also invented a lot of new stuff in the last 50 years, too. So that's a big factor in in wealth development and creation. But just in the terms of how far does your dollar go, can you actually get an apartment in Manhattan making an extra $100 a week, maybe $500 a week total? Well, back in the 60s, you absolutely could. In today's day, in today's dollars, you can barely even get a, an, a decent apartment in Columbia for $500 a week, or for, excuse me, for $500 a month. So that's why people are pushed 
out of their bank accounts and into the stock market and into the world of speculation, even though most people aren't like me. See, I like a little speculation. I find it entertaining, fun, and a little bit exhilarating. But most people would rather just collect their salary, put some money away in the bank, and hopefully that money will store its value. They don't have enough time or desire to speculate all day. That's totally understandable, but unfortunately, this entire system is forcing people into that. Now, what does that have to do with college football? Well, even though it's an amateur enterprise, and even though it's a nonprofit enterprise, they're just as susceptible to the laws of supply and demand as the rest of us. And the deal is, legally, those nonprofit companies, every year you have a profit, you have to then take those profits and invest it back into your company, for lack of a better word, back into your athletic department. This is why we're seeing the never-ending stream, again, of improvements to Missouri Arena, the new practice facility, the new scoreboard. All this stuff, all this money has got to go somewhere because, again, legally they're a nonprofit organization, so they can't, they can't keep money in the bank, essentially. My worry would be that while all of this has worked out for the last few decades, for sure, what if we get to the point where maybe we've hit peak college football? We have to, at some point, the law of diminishing returns comes in. What if this is as popular as college football is ever going to get? Don't get me wrong, it's incredibly popular right now, so it's not as though the business is going to go away tomorrow. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination, but at some point, with all these different competitors and video games and Netflix and Disney Plus and just every other thing in the world that you can do on your phone electronically, well, a lot of that stuff distracts you from football. And again, perhaps we've gone a little bit too far here. Because once again, this sport seems to forget about the fans constantly. For as much as this might be entertaining football in the SEC, we're eroding the traditions of college football with each and every realignment. And I just think this sport has to be very careful that at some point, with the obsession of chasing growth, of chasing money, that at a certain point, you're going to forget about your fans. And that's where the money really comes from. Because without consumer base, without a group of fans here to support this whole thing, well, it all disappears. And that's the thing that I would be worried about if I were college football. Because NFL football is so entrenched in this country now at this point. It's also just better football. There are better players there. So really, college football, much more than anything, is reliant on just pure emotion. Let's not erode that completely. That's my warning to this entire sport. And you know what? Speaking of college football... I also have a suggestion for my friends over at betonline.ag. I'm a guy who likes to bet totals during college football season. Give me an over-under, and I'll probably want to take one of the two sides. But here's the problem. Here's an irritating thing for me. Whenever you're on the right side of a total, let's say you've gone under the 70 points, maybe you're 15 points under it, but here's the problem. You've made a great bet, but oh no, these teams are tied and they're headed to overtime. And 35 points later and four overtimes later, you've now lost your bet. Well, hey, bet online, offer me a regulation 
only option on totals. I understand that this might affect my odds a little bit, give you a little more juice. I don't care. I'm willing to pay for it just so I don't have these brutal, brutal losses. But regardless, head to betonline.ag right now, and here's the deal we have for you. Use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Again, use that promo code Locked On for a free 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your initial deposit is. At BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Ten years ago, during circa 2010-2011, during the previous round of conference realignment, there was actually a moment where Missouri and Kansas could have tied themselves together and ended up in the Big East Conference. That really, there was actually a moment where that could have happened. Because, well, the Big Ten Conference was not offering Missouri what it wanted whatsoever. They were offering a partial slash junior membership at best. They might not even have been offering that, depending on who you believe, whose reporting you believe at the time. But once the SEC offer was extended to Missouri, clearly there was no chance that Missouri was going to do anything else. But you could imagine an alternate world in which, if that didn't happen, when it looked like, gosh, the Big 12 might fold, you could have seen maybe Missouri and Kansas jumping into the Big East. you got to remember, at the time, it wasn't just this sort of Catholic basketball league that it's become. There were still some major powerhouses there, including Syracuse, Pittsburgh, etc., etc. But of course, once the Tigers decided to leave the Big 12 and on to the greener pastures of the SEC, well, there were a tremendous amount of hurt feelings from the Big 12, and especially the University of Kansas and Bill, and Bill Self. Obviously, they refused to play us for years. And in fact, unless you count that exhibition game in Kansas three years ago against, I'm sorry, in Kansas City against Kansas, Michael Porter Jr. exhibition game. Well, we still haven't played Kansas since the the Big 12 dissolved. So obviously those hurt feelings are still very much there. And yet despite this fact, there's a decent amount of Kansas fans online and I'll send out the link. I'll put the link in this in the description of this podcast. I promise you I'm not making this up. This is not a straw man. There are really Kansas fans who are thinking, oh, maybe we can get Mizzou to go to the Big Ten with us. Wow. I mean, the level of delusion here is truly astonishing. Now, I I really don't think Kansas is that strong of an addition for the Big 12, quite honestly. I'm not sure what the what Kansas adds. I really don't. Now, geographically, they make sense. So there is that, but man, in terms of football, that's a minus. That's not a plus. I mean, you got made in fun of for adding Rutgers. What does Kansas add on the football field? Seriously, if Missouri and Kansas end up in the Big 12 together, I, I will quit the podcast if that happens. You will never hear my voice ever again. Seriously, I mean that. But maybe a more realistic question involving the Jayhawks is, let's say Kansas does end up in not a great spot. Let's say the Big Ten never comes calling. Maybe the ACC is uninterested because of geographic concerns. 
Maybe Kansas ends up in the American Conference or something. Ends up being more of a joke in football than they've ever been. And frankly, the basketball program suddenly isn't as attractive. Well, the Tigers are scheduled to play Kansas for the next four seasons in a row. Maybe it's six seasons. Is it four or six? I'm sorry. This is where I need a producer. Well, regardless if it's four or six, the point is, if Kansas ends up in a bad spot, should Missouri essentially help Kansas out by giving them a prominent game? Because, oh, all of a sudden, the worm has turned, hasn't it? It seems like Kansas suddenly needs Missouri more than Missouri needs Kansas. Well, for as much as I personally as a fan would love to see that game come back. I'm also a little bit petty, too, when it comes to Bill Self and all of his nonsense about, oh, well, Missouri, they they left. They're the reason that the conference folded, blah, blah, blah. I think in hindsight, we can all see that Missouri not only made the right decision, but Kansas or any other school in the conference would have made the same decision that Missouri did at the time. So I'll just ask you, as a Missouri fan, If given the chance to help push Kansas into the oblivion, to help make them worse as not only an overall administration, but specifically their basketball program, if we can help push them further down at the expense of some entertaining basketball games, let's be honest, some certainly some emotionally heated basketball games, is that something that the Tigers should do? I'm kind of mixed on it, to be honest, because the petty part of me would love nothing more than to continue to rub it in Kansas and Bill Self's face. But gosh, the fan in me, though, really would love to see those games back. So I'd love to hear what your all's thoughts are. I lean more towards actually playing them because, again, that's what this is all about. It's about the fans. It's about the consumers of the product. And I think they just want a good product over some petty beef from 10 years ago that really doesn't have much to do with any of us as fans. But that's just my take. I'd love to hear hear all of yours anywhere on social media at LockedOnMizzou or hit me with an email, LockedOnMizzou at gmail.com. And once again, be sure to check out our Locked On NBA Live draft coverage tonight at 6 o'clock. Just follow Locked On NBA on YouTube. I promise you, you won't regret it. This is going to be a really great show, one that is truly going to show off what makes this network special. And I'm really proud to be a part of all of it. So with all that being said, until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.